Blog Talk Radio. Hello? Welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew, I'm, of course, William Ammo. What's up, Max? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm glad to have you on the show, as always. Thanks for having me. Hey, man. No, no problem, man. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this episode. And, of course, on today's show, we're going to um, recap the NBA Finals. Of course, you, you all know... Uh, Kawhi Leonard is the NBA Finals MVP, got his second uh, title overall, the first ever. Of course, you know, the first one was with the the, um, the Spurs, and then he got the trade in the offseason um, to, to Toronto and, and got the ring, uh, the first ever ring in Raptor history. So they, they finally got the title, upsetting uh, the defending, the two-time defending um, NBA champion, Golden State Warriors. We're going to dive into that. We're going to talk about um, how, um, you know, his win and, you know, Durant's injuries is going to um, impact the um, the state of the NBA come June 30th. And um, also, uh, you know, we're going to talk about the NBA draft. R.J. Barrett is officially a Knicks. Of course, we know about Zion Williamson going number one overall with the, the Grizzlies. We're going to dive into that as well. Uh, talk about um, Peter Alonzo making history as a rookie. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk about the Yankees on their, um, you know, recent hot streak. And, of course, you know, um, the um, them welcoming uh, Edwin Encarnacion into the pinstripes a few days ago. And, of course, even more importantly, the return of Stanton and Judge. And um, also, we're going to talk about the, NBA, the NHL draft, you know. And, uh, you know, the the, um, the Rangers and the Devils making big moves. So we're going to talk about that as well. And um, talk a little WWE, you know. We're not going to preview the, the stopping, stomping ground pay-per-view event that's coming up tomorrow. I repeat, we're not going to review it. Um, I'll explain why. But we'll, we'll talk about what's going on in the, the state of WWE right now. and um, But most importantly, you know, the number is um, 917-388-4189. That's 917-388-4189. So we got a busy show, as you could hear, by all these topics we're going to try to cover uh, today. So without further ado, let's just dive right into the NBA Finals, man. Um you know, what a classic NBA Finals. Um, you know, Toronto became the first international team to win the title. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was, you know, he was untouchable, man. You, you couldn't stop that guy. Um, of course, the other highlight of the, um, the, um, the NBA Finals was Durant trying to come back. You know, he, he, he came back, um, played about, what, 11 minutes or so in the game was torturing the, the, the Raptors, but then, you know, he, he got that serious Achilles injury. And, you know, that basically, in, um, 
in game five. And then, of course, um, the Warriors was able to um, avoid elimination for one more game. But, of course, ultimately, uh, Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Toronto Raptors could not be denied of their destiny. And they are now the first time ever uh, NBA champions in franchise history. So congratulations to them. Uh, what's your thoughts about the the whole, um, you know, the finals? Yeah, it was a well-played finals, you know. Uh, congrats to the Raptors, you know, their first NBA title, uh, first NBA team outside the U.S. to win a NBA championship. So, you know, congrats to them all around. And, yeah, man, they uh, they played the Warriors tough, and they played great basketball throughout these playoffs. I mean, even when Kawhi, you know, didn't have that great of a performance in these finals, you had these other guys like Siakam and Van Fleet, um, you know, Gasol, Lowry, even killing it in that um, game six. You had these guys stepping up and carrying uh, carrying the team, and they played great, man. Uh, they played great defense on the Warriors, too. I mean, uh, once Thompson and Durant went out, you know, Curry, Curry had his, uh, you know, he got his shots off and, you know, he scored, you know, 30 here, 30 there, but they, I thought the, the Raptors did a great job of playing him defensively and some of the other guys on the Warriors. I mean, it was unfortunate that Clay got injured like that in that game six, you know, cause he was mm-hmm. killing it in the first half. I think he had like what, um, 20, well, how much did he have again? Uh, thir- actually, Finished with 30 points in that game, and it looked like he was on his way to 50 points before he had that injury. So, I mean, it was very unfortunate because if he had stayed, Warriors probably win that game, and who knows what happens in game seven. But, you know, uh, just know Warriors didn't catch a break, you know, this year, unlike the other years where uh, they've had to play teams who've had injuries, you know. So, Karma caught up to them, and, you know, they had KD and Thompson got injured, and it was just too much for them to overcome in the end. Um, and they still played great. You know, they went down like the defended, like the defending champs that they are. But, uh, again, you got to give uh, the Raptors credit, man. They, they played great all all season, all postseason long, and they deserve the title, rightfully. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, it, was a, it was a classic series. Unfortunately, you know, um, uh, on the Golden State side, you know, they had a lot of key injuries with Durant and, uh, of course, uh, Clay Thompson. And as a result, you know, um, you know, there's rumors that, uh, you know, Durant might re- might re-sign with them and rehab that one year, you know, with them. There's even a, even a newer rumor that he might sign, a, a, you know, the max sheet with them and then force a and then, um, you know, force a trade with whatever team he wants to go to, whether it's the Knicks, Nets, um, Clippers, or wherever, wherever um, you know, Durant want to go to. And, uh, you know, so that the um, Warriors could get some compensation, you know, for him leaving. But, I mean, I just don't see that happening, you know, especially with, with Durant's injury, you know. I definitely don't see that happening. But I guess this goes um, before we get into the draft. Uh, do you think, do you think the Knicks should still go after Durant? 
And or or Kawhi Leonard or of course Kyrie. Kawhi, yes, I think they should have. I mean, Kawhi, he was the MVP this year, in my opinion. And what he did to help the Raptors win the championship, I mean, you definitely have to go after him after the the performance that he had this year and in the postseason. So I would definitely go after him. Uh, as far as KD, if KD didn't get injured, um, I would have said yes, go after KD. But this injury now, I mean, who knows if he's the same player when he comes back or how long he's going to be out for. So I wouldn't risk it. Um, I'd wait probably until he's a free agent and then maybe try to sign him then. But as of right now, I wouldn't take my I wouldn't take any chance to sign him. So I would try to go after Kawhi or someone else and yeah, or just wait, just wait it out. Yeah, I hear you, man. I I I was talking about it on on you know my recent uh, video on uh you know Sports Urban Legend TV on YouTube. Um, and yeah, I mean obviously number one they got to go after Kawhi Leonard. You know obviously. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was definitely a target um, before the Durant injury. But, yeah, that Durant was definitely the one, and Kawhi Leonard would be that 1A, you know, obviously, to go after. But now that Durant's hurt, I mean, man, that's something you really got to monitor. Because if you get Durant, you know, and you don't get somebody else like a Kawhi Leonard, you're essentially um, tanking another season. But if Durant could come back to – to anything resembling what he what he's been up to, up into this point, you know that's you know Knicks are gonna Knicks are gonna have that that play they've been they've been taken for you know what I'm saying. So I mean it's a tough thing it's a tough decision, you know on the Durant side you know giving him that much money, and he can't do nothing. So I mean, unless if you could get him on the cheap somehow and then you give him the the big bucks next time, I ideally. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just too much of a risk with Durant, you know, right now. Even though I want the guy on the team, but you know, it's tough. But yeah, definitely they need to go after Kawhi and Kyrie Irving. I mean, like I've always said, Kyrie Irving is a very talented guy. I always wanted him on the Knicks if and only if Durant was coming or even a Kawhi Leonard was coming, because uh, you know Kyrie Irving is a talent, a phenomenal, talented player, but he's just too injury prone. And to me, for for you know, just like on the the, the Cavaliers championship year, you know, he he got to be the second guy, the second option on the team, you know, for them to um, you know um, for them for for him to take a team to the title, you know. Yeah, yeah it's true. Uh, it's I I wouldn't risk it, you know, because who knows when he comes back, and when he does come back, you know, what type of player he is. I mean, those type of injuries. <laughs> We've seen players don't come back the same player that they were once before the injury. So I would you play it safe and wait it out and maybe try to go after Kawhi. Um, I mean, Kyrie sounds like he's committed to going to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Knicks have a chance there in getting him. But Yeah, and I guess that would, that would open up a spot for um, D'Angelo Russell to be, a, you know, hopefully a cheaper option for the Knicks. To, to get, yeah. Yeah. to he proved he can play in New York, you know. Right. So he's got ice in his veins. Yeah, ice water is in his veins. Ice sure. water in his veins. Yeah. So, 
Maybe that could be a, a hopefully a cheaper option for the Knicks, you know. Um, but speaking of the Knicks, um, yeah, the, the um the draft went down um uh, this Thursday night, and uh, you know Knicks, you know they they played it safe, and uh, they drafted R J Barrett, who was you know clearly the best the best choice, you know. Once you know, of course, um. You know, Zion Williamson, his former Duke teammate, got drafted by um, the Pelicans, as everyone ex- expected. And then Grizzlies got uh, Jar Morant. So, or, so, you know, obviously, R.J. Barrett was the best option. You know, you got a, a young, hungry guy who, you know, whose grandfather was a Knicks fan. His father, you know, played with St. John's. And, you know, basically, he wanted to be a Knicks. So, unlike, you know, what they did with uh, Ron Artest, you know, a guy who grew up a Knicks fan, you know, they actually, they actually um, drafted him. As a matter of fact, his, his grand, his late grandfather um, prophesied that he would be, he would be a Nick one day. And, you know, it happened Thursday night, you know, unlike other Nick, you know, um, former Nick draft picks that got drafted like, like Porzingis, you know, or, I mean, a bunch I could think of. I, I, I'm just uh, Nilakina, a bunch. Well, obviously Nilakina was was merited now, the way how he's been playing. But yeah, a bunch of Nick, you know, players who get drafted, the the fans are like, who? You know, and they're booing. <laughs> but the love affair with R.J. Barrett started, you know, even before you know um, draft night happened. And um, you know, congratulations to him. He's finally a Nick. You know, he's gonna be a guy who's gonna you know, shoulder the load of turning this team around. Uh, When one of the reporters asked him, is he going to, you know, carry the load, you know, shoulder the the city, you know, basically, basically, you know, you know, paraphrasing, calling him, you know, the savior to turn this franchise around. He was saying like, you know, how, how can he, how can he ask a question like that? Because he hasn't even played a game yet, but, you know, obviously he wants to be part of the the Knicks turning the, the, the franchise around. You know, and I think it's a beautiful thing. And uh, Knicks, uh, they moved up. They made a trade. I think they had the what? The um, 55 pick, but they traded up to the, I think, 44 pick, if I'm not mistaken. 47 pick. And they drafted, um, you know, Michigan um, a player um, by the name of Ignas Brazdekis. Well, however you pronounce his name. Forgive me if I, if I mis, you know, mispronounce it. And, um, him and Barrett have um, ties. Even though Brozdek is, is uh, Lithuanian, you know, he played on uh, on the Canadian team a, a few years ago. So, um, with, with Barrett. So, they've been, and, and not to mention, they've been friends since eight years old. So, you know, Barrett has a, a, a familiar face with him, you know, putting on the orange and blue. Uh, what's your thoughts on draft night? So far. Oh man, the, the Knicks didn't mess up anything. You know, they stuck to the script. You know, if if J if uh, John Morant wasn't available, and next best person available would be R.J. Barrett, and they ended up drafting drafting him. And I think R.J. Barrett could be a good player in the league. You know, he's had a he's been great every on every level. You know, he had a mm-hmm. great high school career. Uh, you know, he had a very good college career, even though he was only there for one year. But uh, I think he has potential to be very good in the NBA. And who knows, maybe even better than Zion. 
maybe. You know, so he does have to improve on his shooting ability a little bit. Um, but I think this guy has very high upside and potential. And he wanted to be an ick. He wanted to be mm-hmm. here. So, you know, I'm glad that they took him. And, you know, Knicks fans were happy when they when they took him as well. And I think he's going to be a good fit here. And the other guy, um, the other Canadian guy, you know, I think he's going to be a good fit as well. You know, I hear good things about him. So, yeah. I think uh, the Knicks, they did a very good job on draft night. I, I give their uh, draft night a uh, an A. Yeah, I I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, Brzezek is you know he's a good shooter. You know he 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 shot nearly forty percent. Um, you know behind the, the three point line, thirty nine point two to be exact. You know he averaged uh, forty. Uh, he led the team, uh, Michigan, with uh, forty fourteen point eight points, which was the the first uh, Michigan freshman to lead the team in scoring since ex Nick Trey Burke. Uh, back in 2011-2012 season, uh, he, he's he's um, expected to be a uh, you know gritty bench guy who could score. Um, he needs to work a little bit on his defense, and, and he's undersized at the four. But you know, he you know he um he got hurt, so you know he, maybe he could um change it around. You know, play a better, improve on his defense. You know, and uh, Brzezakis was possible because the Knicks. Uh, they um, they traded their pick with uh, the Kings uh, for cast considerations for them to for them to leap from 55 to 47. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happened with that, you know. And of course, you know, most importantly, now that they got Barrett and Brzezekis, you know, to build with the the young nucleus since they didn't trade, um, you know, uh, Mitchell Robinson and uh, Kevin Knox and the rest of the the young core. Uh, for the AD trade, which obviously he got traded to Lakers. Um, you know, they got a young little nucleus, and hopefully they could get some superstar players to build around and basically steal uh, the, the 76ers' um, trust the process, you know, um, yeah. and turn it around, hopefully. So we'll see what happens with the, with the Knicks. That's exactly how they're, the, you know, they're supposed to do it, just like the Sixers, you know. Is uh, just compile, you know, draft good players, and hopefully you'll have a good young core like what the Sixers have right now. Mm-hmm. You could you could clearly see Scott Perry has a plan, you know for sure. David yeah. Fisdale as well, you know they you know they they're trying to do it the right way, you know. Defense first, have young hungry guys, some veteran guys to show the young guys the way. And you know, hopefully they could get some superstar players to come to this team and turn the the complexion of this team. Yep. It's been a long time, man, long time. So, hopefully, eventually in a few years they could get back to the, to being a championship caliber team. But yeah. baby steps, they still gotta do baby steps, man. They gotta get some star players that want to come here. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that, you know. And um, yeah, um, I guess. Shifting gears um, with um, to the Rangers, uh, R.J. Barrett. He was um, he was um, um, celebrating with the Rangers, uh, you know, um, before they drafted um, uh, their their um, their uh, their newest player, um, Kayapo Kako. I don't know how you pronounce Kako. I don't know you pronounce the guy's name um, with the second pick. Um, uh, R.J. Barrett had a standing ovation by the you know 
the um the blue shirt fans and um basically um they 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 made a big move um they drafted this um this young guy this um right ringer and he was the second one overall pick um after um i think it was um i think it was uh, devils who drafted first uh yeah they they um they, they, yeah they drafted jack Hughes with the number the number one overall pick and then of course uh the rangers um drafted um Ty, typo typo Keiko, however you want to pronounce that guy's name, <laughs> but um, yeah, but the but these two teams, you know, weren't done yet. Um, this was a big week for them as well because um, the Blue Shirts also got uh, defenseman uh, Jacob Truba from uh, the Jets, the Winnipeg Jets, not New York Jets, and you know he's gonna he's gonna provide some grit for the team, and uh, they're gonna hope to resign the guy. And on the Devils' side, you know, of course, they, they drafted Jack Hughes with the number one pick. But now uh, they just uh, made a trade, um, and they acquired uh, P.K. Subin, you know, the longtime uh, gritty defenseman. You know, they got him from the, the Predators. And uh, that's, that's going to be a, a big move for the Devils as well. So congrats, congratulations uh, to the Devils and the, the Rangers. Um, you know, um, with their their top the top two picks, and of course, improving their defense. So, you know, to, to, you know, uh, what's your thoughts on this whole situation of the NHL? Uh, well, I mean, I really follow the NHL. You know, I didn't re- I didn't see the draft, and I, you know, I don't really follow the NHL overall. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, the the Rangers uh, they had a down year this year. Hopefully, they could come back you know, with these draft picks and be a better team next year. Devils as well. You know, Devils, I did hear that they were one of the worst teams uh, in the NHL this year. So hopefully, you know, they can use these draft picks to improve their team as well. So hopefully both teams next year will be better with these young players. I mean, we should, we, we'll we see. I mean, right now, you know, the Islanders who did great this year. So right now they're the ones running New York. Hopefully Rangers can change that. All right. And uh, the Rangers, I mean, rather, um, the the Islanders, um, I think they had the, um, what was it, the 22nd pick? Uh, let's see, who, who did they, um, um, who did they get? I forgot who they, who they acquired. Um, or should I say they, who they drafted? But, um, yeah, they, they made a, a pick and, um, you know, as you said, they had a, um, you know, they had a, they had a great, they had a great year, you know, this past season, you know, they came up short, obviously, you know, the, um, St. Louis Browns, uh, eventually, you know, won, won the, um, you know, Stanley Cup, but, um, and they, they had a good season, um, I know what's his name, uh, Trotz. Their their um, head coach was in the running for um, the um, coach of the year. Um, I, I think he got it, but let me let me just let me just uh, make sure that um, if he got it or not. The Blues had a great season this year. Could you talk to me? My... Yeah, because my um, yeah, my computer's acting mad slow right now, so. 
Um, uh, let me see. Coach of the year? That's what you're looking at? Yeah. Because I know Brian Trotz was in the um the running for that. Let me see. So it's the Jack Adams Award, right? So it went to no, it went to Barry Trotz of the New York Islanders. Yeah, so he did. I I, I thought I did see that he won it. I was yeah. sure. So uh, congratulations to him. Yeah, congrats. Have a good team. Yeah, they do. They definitely, you know, they turned it around. But now they gotta take it to the, the next the next level. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what was I going to say? Yeah, um, before we switch uh, gears, let me, let me just see something quickly. Um, let's see. What was I looking for? Um, what was it? Um, trying to see what was I looking for. Um, yeah, the Islanders. Yeah, with the twenty-third pick, um, they drafted uh, right winger Simon Holtzman. So, you know, congratulations to them. You know, you know, all three, all three teams are, you know, you know, proving their team through the draft. And of course, you know, the Rangers. Uh, oh yeah, another thing. Um, Rain. Uh, the Islanders are in jeopardy of um, losing their um, their captain Anders Lee. And of course, you remember um, earlier this year, before the the, um, the the playoffs, their their former captain, um, you know, returned and they um, uh, Tavares, and they basically booted him out of the the stadium. So they're hoping Lee they can resign Lee, you know, in the off season. But um, yeah, um, shifting shifting gears. Um, trying to remember what I, what else was I gonna talk? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, baseball. Um, yeah, um, Pete Alonso. Um, man, this guy he's been phenomenal. Pete Alonso, man, he made uh, major league history. Not only did he tie um, Daryl Strawberry with the most home runs as a rookie for a season, for a season with 26 home runs, and we didn't even get to the All Star break. He's he um he has the most home runs for a, a NL rookie before the All Star break. Like only only um only um what you call it? What was I gonna say? Yeah, he passed um Cody Bellinger in 2017, who had 25 home runs. Dave Kenman in '72 had 21. Pujols in uh, 2001 had 21 home runs. And uh, Trevor Story in 2006 had 21 home runs. So these are um, basically these are guys who um, the the most home runs you know before the All Star break. And then of course in the the American League and the overall MLB record for a rookie hitting a home run is um, what was I gonna say is uh, Mark McGuire. With like what I think it was what twenty nine, thirty three home runs or something like that. Yeah, that's phenomenal. I mean, this guy already I think like thirty three home. He had thirty three home runs, and I think in the first half. So Pete Alonso, man, 
Pete Alonso, in in like what seventy five, seventy six games, he surpassed Daryl Strawberry. You know, over the most home runs for a rookie. Right. And we didn't get my end with fifty home runs this year. And yeah, if he stays healthy, man, this guy, this guy is. I mean, he's gonna. Jeez, man, this guy, this guy is gonna shatter the home run record, man. Like, uh, Beltran and Piazza better watch out. Beltran and Todd Huntley, because uh, yeah. Beltran, Beltran and Todd Huntley, they have the 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 home run record of forty one home runs as a Met. You know, for the the Met, you know, for a season. And um, Alonso is gonna shatter all these records, man. Like. You think a guy like this was playing in the Bronx, the way how he's hitting balls out of the ballpark, like for real. This guy, you you think he was he was teammates with Glaber Torres and Judge and and Stanton, all these guys, man. Uh, Sanchez, all these guys, but man, this dude, man, Mets have never had an offensive player like this guy before. Yeah, so, and they they need to hold on to him. They do. This guy, this guy, you know, he played he he can handle the pressure in New York. This guy, they were criticizing his defense. This guy improved on his defense tremendously. And, I mean, there's no way that this guy gets left out of the All-Star game. Apparently, he's not going to start because he's not in the final three balloting. But, you know, as, you know, with with MLB having every team has to make it, you know Peter Alonso is, at the minimum, is going to represent the the Mets. And then, uh, then, uh, you know. Or the Grom. Uh, Degrom would be the second. Degrom would be the second one, because if Alonso don't make it, I'd be a big. That would be a big, a big, big, um, big mistake, man, to to leave this dude out. Because this guy, he's killing it. He he has a he has the best statistical records for a rookie, and he has the best overall record for for a guy for guys probably other than you know. Um, Edwin Encarnacion, you know, with the Yankees now, you know, well, actually, he has a better record numbers than him too. What am I talking about? Well, maybe Yelich, you know, somebody like that is, is the only person that got a better record than this guy. Because this dude, he, Alonzo is killing it. He's he's killing it, man. So he yeah, should be all star. He should be all star. The ground should be all star, and Jeff McNeil should be an all star. But I don't think he's gonna make it because. Mets haven't put him. In, they've been bouncing him around. He's been a a super utility guy. All, you know, he he gets multiple hits a game. Like this guy, he, this guy. I, I know you're gonna laugh when I tell you this, but this guy reminds me of a cross between Ichiro Suzuki and Pete Rose. Like the way how he hit this guy, man. Like he, like he, it's like he could hit the home run. At, you know, at will if he wants to. And and yeah, he has five home runs. So that that. Sounds kind of like what the heck are you talking about? But this guy can hit the ball anywhere. Like I'm serious. Like this guy, this guy's legit. Like this guy can yeah. hit anywhere. Like this guy has multiple hit games galore. Like Jeff McNeil, man, don't sleep on that guy. That guy can hit, but he's not yeah. gonna make. The, he's not gonna make the All Star game, unfortunately, because you know that. He doesn't have a position, you know. They they keep playing him all over the place, left field, second base, you know. He played right field in Wrigley Field, and uh, you know, of course, yeah. The biggest story out of the the, the Mets was them firing uh, Dave Island, which you know I did a a rant slash reaction video of that. So yeah, I definitely highly recommend that video for sure for you guys to check out. You know, 
my thoughts there. But, uh, yeah, they replaced him with, uh, you know, an 82-year-old guy, uh, Phil Regan. You know, the he, he's been professionally, you know, he's been in baseball professionally since, um, I guess, coaching since 73. Um, yeah, this guy's been a, a, a baseball lifer, you know. I mean, but I, I just felt like they should have they should have fired Callaway instead of Dave Ireland because Dave Ireland, you know, he his resume speaks for himself. You know, he's been on he's been the pitching coach on championship teams, the the Yankees in '09, um, the, the um the Royals in 2015, much to the chagrin of 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 me, of course, because I still have nightmares of 2015. But that's besides the point. So again, check out. I go more in depth of my thoughts about the, um, you know, the um, Dave Island, Dave Island firing and them using him as a scapegoat, basically. Um, they they definitely should have fired Mickey Calloway. That goes without saying. Uh, what's your thoughts? Since I spoke, you know, what's what's your thoughts? Yeah, I thought it was a sh- I, I was shocked to hear that they fired him. You know, and yeah, they're pretty much just using him as a scapegoat because of you know, the uh this terrible first half that they've had and, you know, all the losing that they suffered. But I don't think he should have gone. I think Callaway should be fired and Callaway would probably end up being fired at the end of the season. You know, if they don't turn around and make the postseason or finish with a winning record, you know, because he clearly has made a lot of mistakes and, you know, made some scratching decisions, head scratching decisions. Oh yeah. I mean, fans want, want him to be, you know, fired, but yeah, I mean, Dave, I mean, you know, he's, he was with the Yankees. So I kind of feel for him, you know, but yeah, I thought it was, I, th- I thought it was a scapegoat move. You know? Oh, hands down, hands down. I still go move. You, you, you can't even say, you can't, you, you, you can't even, uh, you can't even uh, beat around the bush about it. It was a scapegoat move. Dave Island should not be fired. They 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 fired the wrong pitching coach. Like I said, they they should have fired the pitching coach who's masquerading himself as a as a terrible manager, and that's Mickey Callaway. He's 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 not only the worst manager I've ever seen. He is the worst manager period ever. He's the worst baseball manager I've ever seen in my life. I mean, or or I miss Art Howe and Terry Collins because because of this guy. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just say you, you you think he's worse than Art Howe? Yes, yes, oh. he's worse than Art Howe. I didn't I didn't even think I didn't even think even Art Howe watching listening to the show is like yes, he's worse than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like this guy is horrible. How how can, I don't I don't know what they what what what, what conversation they had with him. Because if you remember, Jeff Wilpon was saying, like, oh, he had a conversation with him, and he was blown away by what he said, and he had to hire him. I don't know what he told them. I don't know what – I don't know what sorcery he put on the, the Wilpons to hire – for him to hire him, because he's horrible. He is – he's horrible. And, and nothing against him personally. He seems like a nice guy, but uh, we're not hiring managers to be nice guys. We're hiring managers – now you know to be show be example for the players and show them how to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. come on, teach the guys how to play the game the right way, and, and win win ball games, man. Like this guy is killing the bullpen. He's killing the bullpen. 
you know, well, I mean, we're gonna see what happened with that. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna see if. I mean, they've they have been playing. They've won these last what these last two games in Wrigley. You know, they've been playing. Uh, you know, a lot better. Uh, Phil Regan, the new pitching coach, um, he he tweaked um, uh, Diaz's delivery a few days ago, and um, he had a perfect inning. You know, against the Cubs um, tonight. I mean, yeah, today earlier today's game, um, you know, uh, Peter Alonso hit the home run, the 26th home run of his career, which of course um, tied uh, Dave uh, tied Daryl Daryl Strawberry's um, home run home run total in like at least half the time that he did it. But um, uh, who else? Uh, uh, Todd Frazier hit his two thousand and one home run, career home run. Uh, he hit his two hundred career home run a few days ago. Um, who else home run? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think Conforto did Conforto homer yesterday. I think he had a homer yesterday. I don't think he homered today. Uh, I can't remember who homered, but um, yeah, Conforto has been hot. You know, Ramos has been horrible defensively, but he's been you know he's been. I mean, he's been hitting, but yeah, it's not it's not enough, man. His defense has been terrible. But all in all, um, you know, Mets got to turn it around, man. They got to turn it around, or else, um, you know, they could if they want to if they want to watch a playoff game in New York, they're gonna have to buy a ticket to Yankee Stadium because <laughs> you know they they need to turn it around. I mean, I'll give them credit; they're playing. They won these last these last two games, but they they really they really need a lot of catching up to do. And Mickey Callaway is is the the, the anchor that's pulling them down because he 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 mismanages the bullpen and they're they're just being killed because of it. Um, and then of course on the other side of the town, the Yankees, you know they're doing their thing ta- their thing as usual. Um, you know they beat up on the Astros, which is. Basically, that uh, other than the Red Sox, is, is there going to be their biggest competition in uh, in uh, in the AL East uh, in the American League, if not the, you know, uh, baseball? So, uh, what, what's your thoughts on the Yankees so far? Yeah, I mean the Yankees have been playing hot. They've uh, they won they've won eight in a row with the win tonight against the Astros. Astros right now they're struggling. You know they they have some injuries just like we've had early on, um, but their offense has been stagnant. And they've, I think they lost like seven in a row now. So they've been kind of on a downslide. But uh, yeah, I mean, right now, you know, the best teams in the, in the AL are Astros, Yankees, the Twins. I think the Twins, man, I, I see Yankees playing the Twins and Twins getting revenge on the Yankees for all those yeah, years right. that we beat them, you know? Yeah, right. That, the could, could happen. Man. Right? It, Never know. Look at the Red Sox back in 2004. Oh, yeah, you know, I mean, things could turn. You never know. I, I believe when I say it with the Twins, man. Twins always choke against you guys. I, yeah. I believe that. But eventually, but, eventually that's going to have to change. Yeah, you know? that's a good point. You have a point there. That's a, that's a good point. Hopefully it's not this year. <laughs> I, will, I guess we'll, we'll find out soon enough. What, what's your thoughts on Andrew and uh, you know, debuting and, of course, Sanchez, you know Sanchez and uh, and um, uh, uh, Torres, you know they they're still hot, and of course the return of uh, Stanton and Judge. 
Yeah, I like that. Um, and I, I was surprised that they got Encarnacion. <laughs> but he adds more depth to the Yankees because of all the injuries that we had. Um, so he gives us another power bat. And glad to see Judge and Stan are back in the lineup after, you know, those injuries. And, uh, yeah, but Glaber and Gary, they've been our best hitters uh, all year. I mean, they started the game today. But, yeah, I mean, Torres is growing into his own. And Gary, he's scary again <laughs> after having a, a semi-down year last year. So, uh, yeah, those guys are playing great. And Yankees overall are playing great. So, hopefully they can continue. Yeah, and um, Cameron Maven, he's going to be out for a while because he injured himself, um, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. So they're waiting to decide whether or not they're going to put him on the, the IL. So we'll see what happened with that. And what's the, what's the home run call for the Encarnacion one? That you, uh, you told me yesterday? Encarnacion de Celebración. Oh, man. Justin with his calls, man. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Well, I, I guess um, quickly WWE. Um, yeah, I'm not doing a, a recap, uh, a preview of that because WWE, man. Even though I like the people who have the titles, um, WWE is just using are, are doing a horrible job at, at promoting these pay per view events. Baron Corbin is fighting against Seth Rollins all the time. Dolph Ziggler is fighting against um, Kofi Kingston all the time. I'm not even even interested in Becky Lynch fighting with uh, with uh, what's her name anymore. Um, what the heck? What's her name again? Uh, Lacey Evans anymore. I'm just they did. It's just the same people finding each other over and over again. And we're 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 just a few months away from WrestleMania. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Um, and of course, the best thing on in WWE is our truth in the SummerSlam title. Huh? What about I mean, SummerSlam? What about SummerSlam? You said you were a few months away from WrestleMania. No, SummerSlam. I mean, no, no. I mean, yeah, that too. But I'm saying we just we just passed. Um, WrestleMania a few months ago and oh, the, the okay. stuff are stale. But um yeah, our truth, you know, he regained the title after, you know, his feud with uh uh Drake Maverick and the um the, the wedding. But yeah, um unfortunately we out of time. So um, you know, obviously Bray Wyatt and uh our our truth segments are, are the best thing that are happening. Uh but we're out of time. Uh check out my show next Saturday at eleven. Check out my YouTube channel with new episodes on Sports Urban Legend TV on YouTube. Check them out. And, uh, of course, check out iMac every uh, Saturdays at 10. He's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.